The Boston Red Sox hit the field looking to get back on top of the American League East. We're breaking down every pitch all season long on OB's Backstop Podcast, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. Welcome to Ovi's Backstop Podcast, presented by Clovercrest Media. You can check us out at hhwshow.com for the latest news on professional wrestling, college football, and of course this show on Major League Baseball, focusing on the Boston Red Sox. So please subscribe to the channel and also follow us on Facebook, like us, make comments, share your thoughts on the Red Sox, as I'm going to share my thoughts with you guys pretty soon. And that's right, a frustrating series. Once again, the Red Sox falling down on the Rays today, losing the total series two games out of three as they concentrate now moving forward against the Baltimore Orioles this weekend. As you, these pictures, is look, man, Chain Bloom, who is responsible for all the transactions of the Boston Red Sox, uh, that's his look at the beginning of the season. Um, and then there's Alex Cora, man, with that look that he's looking frustrated. And, and I don't blame the guy, man. Uh, you're talking about the first place Boston Red Sox by the All-Star break to potentially losing ground in the wild card to the New York Yankees. And that's something that nobody likes to put both those sentences together in a negative way. But this is what's going on. I mean, if you look at the entire roster from the beginning, you could, you, you know that somehow, some way, that the Boston Red Sox were going to struggle, but it looked like we were immune to being struggling. Just the fact that we were doing so well the whole entire first half, we didn't even lose not even more than three consecutive games. You know, we had that nine game winning streak snapped and then all of a sudden, you know, things were going as a positive first place neck to neck with the Tampa Bay Rays. And then all of a sudden now we're just tumbling all the way down and who knows what rock bottom is, but it does definitely feels like it's rock bottom. Um, but let's look at this. Let's review this real quick on the first game, the first outing. And you look at the stats there that, um, look, Durant, Bogarts, Endeavors, they're, they're making things happen. Renfro going two for four with three RBIs. I mean, look, those are minimum players that were doing something in the first game. That was on Tuesday even though we end up with a loss, right? And then Matt Barnes just blown it up, giving up four runs. He walked two, struck out two. And you think, look, this is the guy that's supposed to be our closer. This guy's supposed to be the dominant. He got the uh, contract extension and everything else. And then all of a sudden, boom, he doesn't even know how to pitch. And it's sad, like the best, pretty much the best pitcher there in the bullpen is Whitlock, even though he didn't have a good outing on that Tuesday, but he still ended up striking out three batters in one and two-thirds inning, and his ERA is still 1.46, but you can't say that the rest in the bullpen, right? But let's not just focus on the bullpen or starting pitching. I mean, Erod, he did well. He pitched five and one-thirds inning, 
gave up two runs, four hits. He struck out eight, gave up a home run. And being that was five and one third, he only his pitch count was 82. Could he have been able to last a little bit longer? I don't know. I mean, maybe that rhythm of his uh kind of a little shaky there towards the end. And maybe he, he got out of gas, but this guy performed very well for the Red Sox not to get a victory, right? But it, it's said and done. But in the second game, which was Wednesday, the Red Sox went all over and scored 20 runs. That was amazing. And, and let's look at this, uh, the batting here. Uh, Hernandez going three for five with a strikeout or increases his average to 249. Cordero batting on 195 went 0 for 1. I guess when you score so much runs that, hey, let's put some of the guys in the dugout to play, right? Renfro went three for five. But J.D. Martinez went four for four, which is pretty amazing, okay? I mean, a lot of these – a lot all the starters really got hits, right? Except for Ploiecki, he went 0 for four. He did get on base, man. He did get a walk. But uh, Wong doing it, doing it good, man, going one for one. Just that one at bat, he made it count. But if you look at and I'm paying attention to Valdez, the pitcher who pitched in the uh, in the top half of the ninth inning, he gave up seven runs. Now, what would have happened if he was able, you know, if the rest has only scored like eight runs or something like that, right? I mean, this guy blew seven runs, man. The game was 20 to one. All you had to do is get three outs. And this guy gave up a grand slam home run in the ninth. And to top of all that, many more runs. And again, 20 to 8, something was like, you know what? I'm not celebrating for those 20 runs because our bullpen gave up seven runs. That's right. Especially when you have your starting pitcher, Evaldi, who is the best pitcher right now for the Red Sox, who went seven strong innings, giving up three hits, one earned run. He struck out 10 batters. Yes, he gave up a run, a home run, excuse me, but his pitch count went to 97 in seven innings pitch. Okay, where are the rest of you at? Okay, and then I like to focus on the Rays pitching because Fleming, yeah, he gave up 10 runs. Enns gave up four runs, but then they decided to put the catcher, Mejia, to pitch, right? And that's why the Reds have scored six additional runs to make it a 20-run game. Now, look, we got it. We understand. Mejia is not even a pitcher. But look, only three pitches for the Rays compared to so many pitches before. The manager for the Tampa Bay is smart. He's resting his players. He knows what he got going on. But we can't say the same thing with the Red Sox on that side of the bullpen because our pitches don't go real deep into the games. Or is this something that Alex Cora is managing then maybe he needs to get away from the analytics. Regardless, this is a team that was in first place is no, and it's not in first place no more, and threatening to lose the wild card spot. Uh, wild card spot, excuse me. And today, the third game of the series, Tampa Bay wins eight to one. You look at the bats, everything went cold. Okay, Devers going one for four, Plowecki going one for three, but that is it. Only two hits in a game. Okay, Durant striking out three times, right? Uh, give props to Hernandez for walking three times. 
Cordero striking out three times. He's batting a 190. Why is this guy still on the roster? I have no idea. Any player that can't bat over 250, struggling, okay, struggling, get them back to the minors. Let's not hesitate. And if that violates their contract, bye. See you later. There are more players that are hungry to get to this spot. Give these guys a chance, right? And then you look at the pitcher side of the house. Look, Tanner Hawk, he, he did all right, man. You, you expect him to give up these runs. You know, it's only three earned runs out of four. Give up six hits, pitch five innings, 89 pitch count. We got it. We got to, you know, treat him right. You know, Taylor came in for just two-thirds of an inning. Robles, I don't know what the hell is his deal, but he gave up three walks, striking out one. I mean, this guy, I guess he loves pitching for whatever it is. Um, and then there goes Davis. We acquired him from the trade, giving up two two runs. Uh, Rios, giving up another two runs. So it's like... There's no balance whatsoever when it comes to the bullpen. And that's why the Red Sox are struggling, man. There's no no definite key answer as to what's going on. And and that got to be frustrating for Alex Cora trying to manage at this level right now for once you're on top and now you're going rock bottom. So since the All-Star break, the Red Sox have won 11 wins, lost 15 times. They're now five games behind the Tampa Bay Rays, still holding on to that second-place position. They're one game away from losing that wildcard spot, and sadly to say, that is the New York Yankees, which, by the way, we have a three-game series with the Yankees starting August 17th with a doubleheader and on the 18th to close it out. But before that, we have the Baltimore Orioles, a three-game series, and Juan has to wonder can the Red Sox win a series? Could this be the series where things get turned around? We thought about that when the Red Sox scored 20 runs. I guess they let all the frustrations that one day. They forgot they had a game today. And it is what it is, right? But uh, we're moving on in the series. We got Pavetta versus Watkins. Chris Sale makes his debut Saturday against Lopez. And then Erod takes the mound on Sunday against Akin. And looking at the the best hitters right here, the picture, we got Cedric Mullins, who's leading the way for the Orioles, batting a 322, 20 home runs, 40 RBIs. I mean, this guy's a great leadoff hitter that I wish. I mean, he's on his final contract, and I wish he had went to the Boston Red Sox. But it didn't happen. But we got Rafael Devers over there still leading the way. He has 28 home runs. Alexander Bogarts leading the batting average with 304. And then runs batted in once again, Rafael Devers. But, you know, there's only those two guys. Uh, Renfro is another guy that's a stepping up, that's putting a face to his name here in the Red Sox organization. But it takes a team effort. And you can only do so much when you score a lot of runs, and yet your bullpen uh, just gives up everything else. So you just can't win when your ERA is skyrocketing five or more. Three-game series this week. We're hoping that the wrestlers will get that sweep and hope that whoever the opponent against the Tampa Bay Rays will do some damage so we could shorten up that lead. But, hey, we'll continue on more in depth after the Orioles series on Sunday. So you can also follow me on the on your favorite podcast, which is Apple, 
Spotify, Google, and everywhere else that you listen to your favorite podcast platform, you can listen in or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's right, Ovi's Backstop Podcast. And once again, my name is Ovi Muniz, a part of the Clovercrest Media Sports Network. You can tune in also to hhwshow.com to know more about pro wrestling, baseball, and the All Four Downs podcast, which covers college football. So that's it, man. Let's just hope that the wrestlers go turn around against the Orioles. So one game at a time from here on out. The season is almost close to the end, even though we're still in the month of August. But uh, September's around the corner. Got to say it. Well, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Take care, everyone. Let's go, Sox. Let's make it happen. Thank you so much for listening to Ovi's Backstop Podcast, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. For more, visit hhwshow.com.